Help me. It's Talon. He's hurt. Eamon immediately responds by walking towards Gaz and Talvin. He's moving with purpose, but he's not sure how he feels because he definitely wants to help Talvin, but he looks awfully delicious right now. You actually need to give me, you and Venra both need to give me constitution saves because as Talvin comes down the stairs, you can see that his right arm is missing. And blood is just seeping out of this hole that was once where his arm was. And blood is continuously trickling down the stairs. It smells amazing to you. Oh, shit. (laughs) Venra, you rolled a 16. You are able to control yourself. You're far enough away and you're still kind of not responding to Gaz to be able to kind of keep yourself planted in your chair. Eamon, as you move closer and closer, you can't seem to help yourself. You speed up and you can feel your mouth salivating as you make your way over to the steps. And as Gaz is continuously taking him down the steps, you find yourself with your mouth open trying to catch blood droplets. Oh, damn it. Damn it. Get a hold of yourself, Eamon. Get a- just Someone else help me. Just a little bit. I. Dor- Dorothan will run over and try and pull Eamon back, seeing like what he's trying to do. Eamon, come on. We, we need to help him. Yes. Not- yeah, the blood. I-, I try and like pull him back away so that there's space for Gaz to help. Eamon is... Check literally fighting you <laughs> give, give me a give me a strength check we'll do a we'll do a, a strength contest so Dorothy, give me a strength check Amen, give me a strength save 13 for me 15 Amen, with your newfound strength you toss an elbow back into Dorthan's face and knock Dorthan prone <clears throat> you stumble backwards what the hell Amen? Eamon, as you turn around to go back for the blood, you see Gaz's fist right before it hits you in the face. Go ahead and give me a dexterity save. Ooh, 18. Eamon, she hits you square between the face, and you are able to turn your head just as the blow comes in, so it becomes a glancing blow. It knocks you off balance, but not enough to deter you. You continue pressing towards the stairs eyes pitch black seriously someone help me just a taste that's all that's all i want just a taste i'll I'll help i'll help but i can i'll run up and i know i can't take him in a fight uh right now so i'm just gonna try to trip him not hold him down i want him prone all right Boxing, without saying anything, you get out of your chair and run and just take your arm and sweep underneath his legs and take him out right at the knees. Eamon, you go from feeling yourself moving forward to all of a sudden staring at the ceiling as your head smacks on the ground and you kind of are are stunned. Dorothan, help me hold him down. Dorothan will help box and hold him down. We're going to do another strength contest. Boxen, I'm going to make you do the roll at advantage because 
Dorothan's helping you. And Eamon, you need to give me a strength save. The two of you rush over to Eamon and are able to successfully pin him down. Eamon, you, you struggle against them, but you're starting to come back to your senses after that hit to the head has kind of knocked you out of this, this hunt mode that you found yourself in. And go ahead and give me one more constitution save. Say it out loud. Say what it is. Uh, that's a, a natural one for a total of three. Uh, Eamon is not having it. Um, we're going to have to roll initiative or something. Because <laughs> Eamon is going to fight you. You lost the strength save. You're still on the ground. They're still pinning you. You immediately go back into hunt mode. You were I've, stunned. I've, that's actually a minus. That's actually with a minus one as well because I'm I'm stressed. So you're actually at a, a net. I'm at, one, but I'm, at a two. Two. Yeah. I'm at a two. I'm at a two. you are just stuck on the ground. You're fighting, thrashing on the ground. Your eyes are already pitch black. There's there's nothing that you can do. Meanwhile, while you're being held there, Gaz, you hear Gaz's voice. All of you. All right, I guess no one's able to help me. We uh, him down the stairs. Venra, I can see you're in control of yourself, girl. Come here and help me. Help get him on this table over here. I hesitantly walk forward because I'm not sure if I can still trust myself. I grab his legs and I help Gaz onto the table. I can help. Let me up. Just need him and stay away. His blood. No, no, help. I can help. Eamon, you've caused enough trouble. Just stay. I don't need your help. Just keep holding him down. And you see Gaz put her hand over the bloody stump of where his arm used to be. And you see this faint green glow between her hand and the arm. Venra, as you're looking, standing right there, you begin to see his flesh mend not grow into a new arm, but just closing off the hole, stopping the bleeding. You see the green scales extend over the hole, closing it up and making it appear as if it was never there. Yes, how are you doing this? It's healing magic, girl. I know they don't teach you much in Starcroft, but we at least know healing magic. And she looks down. Venera, now that you have a chance to really see this body, you see roughly a five foot ten-ish lizard man with green scales. You see tattered remnants of what look like very fine clothes. The same clothes that you saw Talvin wearing in the tunnel, but shredded. There are cuts all over the place. Obviously the one sleeve is completely torn off where his arm used to be. And you see this elongated head with a, again, reptilian face and snout and kind of a, a dark green kind of frill or a plume at the top of his head that runs down the spine all the way to his tail. A tail which is currently between his legs hanging off the end of the table. You can see very faint breathing of his chest going up and down. Gas. What is he? 
You've never seen lizard folk before? Lizard what? Lizard folk. He's a lizard man. We have none of that. Really? There are no lizard folk on Starcroft? Huh. Well, here's your first. Will he be okay? I think so. He's just going to need some time to recover. What happened to him? What attacked him out there? I don't know, girl. He just knocked on the door and came in with his arm missing. We'll have to wait till he wakes. How are you doing over there with Eamon? Well, he's definitely not giving up. Is there anything we can do over here to calm his bloodlust? Eamon's writhing under you. He's trying to turn his head to... uh, And he's got his tongue out. He's trying to reach a pool of blood that is on the ground from where Talvin was uh, carried. You see Gaz reach out her hand in your direction. Must I do everything? Bindo. The same spell she used on you to tie you to the chair. Eamon, you feel your wrists forced to the ground, your legs pinned together, your head forced back down to the ground like you have a strap across your head. Dorthan, you and Boxen feel the pressure on his limbs. And Gaz looks at you. You can let go now. Do not be a bother. Release me. I, I slowly let go of Eamon just to make sure that the invisible restraints are holding him and he's not going to just jump up. And then I stand back up and back a couple steps back. Eamon will let you go when you stop trying to eat people. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to help. I, I can... I can help and, and you see uh, tears start to form in Eamon's eyes as you can see him struggling fighting the this nature that has come over him and fighting the binding that gas has put on him it's the face of torment wrestling with himself and his bonds Gaz walks over to you slowly. Give me some room. Give me some room. Eamon, as you look straight up, unable to move your head, you see Gaz slowly walk to stand directly over you. She can see his eyes shifting from, like, pleading to anger and back to pleading within the space of moments. Amen. I need you to listen to my voice. This is not you. This is the bloodlust that comes with being of the Alm. I'm going to help you. I know you don't want to be doing this. Amen will close his eyes for a moment and then open them again and not as much as he can at Gaz as his breathing starts to slow down slightly. You see her lower herself to you. The rest of you can see that she's kneeling and almost sitting directly on top of him as she places her hand once again on Eamon's chest. 
and you see this faint green glow kind of around her. Damon, you need to go ahead and give me another constitution save, but this time with advantage. Eamon um, closes his eyes again and you see him visibly relax and his breathing calms down. It's not quite back to normal, but he's definitely moving in the right direction. There you go. There you go. Let it, let it calm you. Let it come over you. Eamon, your stress level has been reduced once again by Gaz's magic. So you should be back to baseline. With that, you're able to kind of fight off the sense of this bloodlust to the point where you're not even interested in that pool of blood next to you. Gaz slowly gets up, staring deeply into your eyes. And you see her just make a fist with her hand in a very elegant way and you feel your restraints are lifted. She kind of steps to the side of your body and reaches out a hand to help you up. Are you back with us, Eamon? I think so. He'll kind of sit up a little bit and then start to reach his hand towards Gaz's and pause for a minute as he looks at it. Then look up at Gaz and grasps her hand and lets her pull him up. There you go. There you go. No harm, no foul. It's my fault I should have thought of that, bringing him down here injured. With two brand new Alm children here. I'm sorry, everybody. I, uh, I would say I don't know what came over me, but I expected better of myself. This compulsion is unlike anything I've ever felt, but... I think especially now that uh, Talvin's wounds are closed, I can I can control it for now. But I think I'm going to go over there. And he points to the corner that's opposite from where the blood is on the floor and uh, makes his way over there, puts his back in the corner and kind of sl- uh, slides down until he's sitting on the ground holding his knees in front of him he closes his eyes and kind of loses himself in thought don't be too hard on yourself Eamon it is perfectly natural the first time you feel the lust most are more fortunate and do not have to deal with that right away and are able to build up some self control you'll get there in time don't worry Is that why it didn't affect me at all? I'm assuming you smelled the blood. Of course I did. It smelled sweet like candy. And you wanted a taste, didn't you? Well, of course I did. But you stood fast. You held firm. Sometimes it's just a matter of willpower. Again, Eamon, don't feel bad. I've done many things I've regretted. In my other form. Things I can't take back. You'll be fine. No harm done. Gaz, the main question is, is this going to happen again? Oh, it's possible. And 
what can we do if you're not around? Knock him unconscious. Fair enough. Listen, I know that this has been an ordeal for all of you today. It's probably been the longest day of your lives. Coming across the bridge, having whatever happened in the keep, and now going through an extremely painful transformation. You're probably all still feeling it, even if you don't think about it. Your time is almost up, but I fear with Talvin coming here in this condition that there's probably going to be people looking for him. I'm going to ask that you all come with me upstairs. I will prepare some room for you all to get comfortable and for you to sleep. We're going to leave Talvin down here to rest, away from everyone. That that sounds like a plan to me. All right, then. Come with me. Dorothan will follow Gaz towards the stairs. Yeah, Gaz kind of puts herself between you and Talvin, the table being at the far end of the room. You kind of make your way across to the stairs. Just just up there at the top, I'll, I'll follow you up. All right. Dorothan will head upstairs first. Eamon will stand up from his spot in the corner and start moving towards Talvin, but seeing the reserved look in Gaz's face will turn away and just head towards the stairs. And as he goes past the blood pools, you can see him biting his thumb. And the small trickle of blood runs down his wrist. Follow behind Eamon. Give him a little pat on his back for reassurance, because that was heavy. Keep it moving. Benra turns to Gaz. Will he be okay by himself down here? He'll be fine. All right. And she follows up after everyone else. Gaz takes a moment and then follows you all up the stairs. It's a fairly long staircase, comparatively. As you get to the top and open up the wooden door, you see a modest abode. There's a fire in a fireplace at the far end of the room. There's a table with some chairs and what seem to be a couple rocking chairs next to the fire. The staircase actually turns back on itself and continues to go up to a second floor. And to the right, you can see a kitchen area where there's a countertop with various food items laying about. As Gaz gets to the top of the stairs and shuts the door, you see a yellow glow from her hand. All right, by my estimation, you all should be turning back relatively soon. So how about I prepare you something to eat? That sounds really nice. I'm... I think we're all rather famished from uh, our uh, day spent getting here. Please go sit at the table. And she motions to the table with chairs as she moves to her left towards the front door. You see her slide a small barricade lock across the door jamb, closes the shade of one of the windows next to the front door. Best that we not be disturbed. I'm still concerned there might be people looking for Talvin and 
for you. Well, would you like a little extra security? I can uh, put a magic lock on that door for you if you need. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, my time spent training, I uh, I picked up a couple little tricks, locking and unlocking some doors magically. Yeah, we didn't really get a chance to talk about gifts. Did you study it in Cantor? Yeah, uh, I spent a couple years there. They were able to teach me some, but a lot of my training just came at the forge, helping out my, uh, my dad making armor. Well, let's see it then. I'm curious to see. It's been a long time since I've been in Starcroft. Let's see how these spells hold up. All right. So uh, Dorothan will walk up to the latch door, close his eyes, and reach out his hand and just touch the door, mumble a, a couple short words under his breath, and just a dim light come from his fingers into the door. The door doesn't look like it's changed at all, but he's infused magic into the door. What's the spell? It's Arcane Lock. That's very good. Very good indeed, Dorthan. A good spell. I can set a password on this so any of us can unlock this if we need to get out. I think it's fine for now. That said, how about you go check out the door that we just came through. Alrighty. So he'll walk back over to the one behind and take a look at the door. He seems to recall a bit of light coming from from her as she came up, and it seems like there's been magic placed on this door as well. An arcane locking spell. Quite handy. She gives you a wink. <laughs> Should have caught that sooner. <laughs> That's one of the reasons I'm able to stay safe here. I'm a wizard myself. School of abjuration. I'm able to place warding spells and do various bits of magic. You all will be safe here. Oh, that's good to know. And Gaz walks over to the kitchen countertop and begins to put together a couple plates. She's got some cheese. She's got some little bits of fruits. Uh, around and she's putting together a little bit of a plate for everyone and and puts together even some dried meats on a separate plate and sets them over on the table. Uh, Dorothy will walk over and grab one of the plates. Uh, Gaz, do you happen to have any uh, anything to drink? Sure. And you see her walk over and she grabs a wooden pitcher and brings it over to the table and pours water for everyone in these wooden cups that she has. Dorothy will just take a drink of it and then cough a little bit. Not what I had in mind, but it's better than nothing. Correct. It's better than nothing. You all are able to begin to eat. And as you do and time continues to expire, you look across the table at each other and you can see your bodies changing. All of you feel it at the same time this strange feeling again. It's not as intense as the initial transformation. It, you feel like a force is being pulled into the core of your being as you begin to feel these changes once again happening. 
And I need each of you to give me a d4 roll to see what your residual trait is going to be. And then read me off what are the traits that you guys have. Uh, Dorthin remains super hairy. The uh, Eamon's claws and fangs fade away, but his eyes remain that pitch onyx black. Um, all my hair goes away and my limbs get a little shorter again, but I keep my claws. My eyes fade back and my fangs go away, but my nails stay elongated and sharp. As you all look across the table, you can see Dorthan, kind of your face returning to its original shape, yet your hair on all of your limbs and your face continues to be long. Venra, as you look across at Eamon, you see his nails recede and his hands go back to normal. His skin becomes flush with color again, but his eyes, his eyes stay these, these onyx pits just peering back out at you. Eamon, looking across at Venra, you see her color return, her eyes go back to normal, yet her nails seem to recede a little, but are still longer than normal, and also this obsidian color sharp, as you can see are still kind of making almost grooves on the table. Dorthan, as you look across at Boxen, you can see that his hands still have a smaller version of the claws that he had moments ago, but otherwise he looks normal. Hey, Boxen, you could, uh, use some nail clippers over there. Uh, that isn't exactly what I was hoping for. Dorothy will look down at himself and just see that he's you know, still super hairy. Huh. Didn't think I could look any more like my father. Like he went back to normal. Well, it's not too far off. At least only my nails stayed. Eamon, did my eyes stay too like yours? What? Oh. No, no, your your eyes are back to normal. My Yours, mine are still black. They are. Poor Eamon, I feel so bad. He is having, going through it. He's having a day. <laughs> Eamon's he is going day. through it. Gaz walks over. Ah. Well, time is finally up, and it seems that you have experienced your first residual effect. How do you all feel? A little warm, if we're going to be honest. What do you mean our first residual effect? Could change every time. It's different effects. As you can see, Eamon, your eyes are still brilliant black. Venra, your nails. Boxen, your fantastic claws. And Dorthan. Yes, you have a sweater. And she begins to kind of pet the fur in her face as she is again a Leonin, so she's just kind of hairy. Or furry, rather. Do I just need to uh, die it a little bit? I can pretend that I'm you. No. No, you couldn't. 
because you're only half as tall as I am. But nice try. Anyway, um, yes, this, I could be a kid. That's how I'm going to smuggle you out of here. Pretend you're my child. No, this will go away after your sleep. So here's here's the plan. I've been trying to think it over while you were eating and waiting for your transformations to recede. I think you all need to get some sleep. There's a couple rooms upstairs if you want to separate yourselves. There's blankets. There's at least some comfortable bedrolls. You could make yourselves comfortable. I encourage you to get some sleep. Once you do, your residual effects will fade. The marks on your neck will fade. And you'll go back to a sense of normal. Tomorrow, we'll see how Talvin's doing. We, we really need to figure out what happened in the keep. You obviously have no idea what's going on. I, of course, know that there's conflict, but of course, is Pontim supposed to be in a non-combatant zone? This is new, even for me. Without more details, I can't be sure if we're going to be safe or if you're going to be safe. So hopefully, Talvin will be feeling better in the morning. If not, I am expecting someone. Someone that I'm sure will be anxious to meet you. For all the right reasons, that's all I can say. Again, I promise you, you're safe. <sighs> Is there anything else I can get you tonight? Honestly, I, I think we, we, like you said, we just need some rest. It, it's been a long day, and I think Eamon's had it a little bit worse than the rest of us. I think, uh, Rest sounds good. Eamon just looks defeated. He's got like bags under his eyes at this point. It's just uh, everything that's happened is showing on his face. Venra, you, Boxen, and Dorthan head upstairs, and Eamon, as you kind of slowly get up and move behind, Gaz just walks over to you and stares you straight in your black eyes. You see the brilliant green of hers being so close it almost looks like like constellations in the depth of her green eyes Damon, i know that was hard you're not a monster not if you don't choose to be get some rest you'll feel better in the morning and then motions you to go upstairs i hope you're right trust me i know i'm right head on up Damon will close his eyes and nod and then head up the stairs. When you go upstairs, you find that there's a few rooms. There's one that is clearly Gaz's room. You can see kind of some of a personal effects. There's a bed in there, a trunk, a bookshelf with some books in it. You see some parchments on a desk with kind of a quill. And then there's one room on either side of the hallway that has kind of been prepared with a couple bedrolls laid on the ground, and you're all able to find a place to set down and sleep. Thank you, as always, for listening to this episode of Maledictum. If you enjoyed the show, please help us out. Rate, review, subscribe, wherever you listen. If you would like more Maledictum content, please consider becoming a member on Patreon. This week we have a special end-of-session clip where the party reacted to the episode we just had and all of the craziness that Eamon had just sustained. That and early access to episodes is yours when you become a member. 
Speaking of which, thanks to Mimi and our chosen tier, awesome people like you make all this possible. Much love, everybody. We'll catch you next time.